What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week, we're bringing you all our takes on all the news you need to know about. No subject is off limits and no take is too hot. I am your host, Jack Cruz, and joining me this week, the host of the Megacast from Ultra mm. Super Mega, it's Maddie Perko Perkins. G'day, mate. How are you? How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not, not too bad at all. Um, yeah. Bit dusty after last night. Went out, had a had a few too many beersies <laughs> with the boys, but um, yeah, no, it's feeling fun. pretty good. Feeling it right and ready uh, for the week ahead. So yeah, it's always a bit hard to get up and about on a Sunday night, isn't it? After a big weekend. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it kind of sucks, especially because I got so much house to do, like housework to do, and like renovations yeah. and stuff at the moment. I just sort of lay over in bed this morning, and I went, nah, not no, doing anything. No. <laughs> Stay here not all day. Interested. It was good. It was great. <laughs> Oh, uh, you got to do that. It's it is one of the pitfalls of doing this show on a Sunday night. Is um <laughs> like I try and do it as late in the week as possible to um to be like with the news and stuff because you do it too early. Like I've had to record on Mondays before, and the show posts on Mondays, so mm. you, you're literally recording a week ahead of time, and then the news is outdated. Like it doesn't oh. sort of what you're talking about is you know irrelevant now. You know once once the episode actually posts, so. And with today's technology and stuff, old news gets old so quick because, you know, everyone's got yeah, exactly. the latest updates and the latest news, you know, touch of their fingers mm-hmm. realistically on phones and stuff. So, yeah, yeah understand that completely. It's spot on. But uh, every now and then on a Sunday, you sort of, you just struggle a little bit from the <laughs> from the week then. <laughs> Go on. I think last week I recorded with um, with Logan Wilkinson, a friend of mine uh, from, he lives in Missouri in the States. Mm. And so we had to record Sunday morning and I'd been out the night before at the uh, Melbourne Twitch oh. event. And uh, so I was a little bit... Lucky, lucky for me, Logan's a really smart dude and he was able to sort of carry that whole episode. I didn't <laughs> have to do much, which was good because I was a little bit uh, I was a little bit dusty as well. But uh, yeah, I, d- I did listen to that one, actually. It was good. It was um, a lot of... Um a lot of sad news stories in that one. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty miserable. It was pretty miserable. Um, speaking of which, it's a bloody great segue. Uh, Thomas Marshall writes mm. in to it is what it is. And uh, he asks why in the, uh, I guess, the preview uh, social media posts for this episode, he asks why North Korea wasn't the most important uh, story advertised on the list of stories that we're covering tonight. And the reason for that is it has been a little bit miserable lately. It's just been a little bit... There's just been a lot of bad news. Um, and there is some bad news stories in um, Rapid Fire coming up. But I wanted to just have like an up... Not upbeat episode, but it just an episode we could have a bit of fun with. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of shit stuff happening, shootings and tragedies and stuff going on over the last... Um, the last few weeks and it's it's just nice to just uh, have a bit of levity i think mm-hmm. added to the uh, to the show so tom that is why north korea isn't one of the main topics uh this week but it, it rest assured it'll the rogue nation will make its way back into the uh back into the the main oh, topics yes. soon enough almost um, guaranteed now, Pergo, i think yes uh for the people out there who don't mm. know you and uh and aren't aware of your exploits uh <laughs> Give us, give us a little little bit of background on yourself. A little bit of who is your daddy and what does he do? Oh, my dad's a radio announcer. Uh, I'm, oh, I've, really? I've also worked in radio for many, many years. Yeah, surprisingly. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. I was a radio announcer from when I was 11 years old, actually, for a long time. Um, I do IT now. So I run the systems and infrastructure for a company called JJ Richards Australia. Um, that's okay. the it's a, it's a garbage company. I'm a glorified garbo. It's great. Um, but no, so I, I run... <laughs> I run all the IT systems, all their backend stuff. Um, I manage mm. a small team of sysadmins and we take care of, you know, um, a couple of thousand endpoint computers and like 500 servers and all that sort of stuff. It's quite a fun little job. Mm. But um, in my spare time, I run a website slash community called Ultra Super Mega. Um, and we just love video games, love nerdy shit, love talking about that stuff. So, um, you know, we were doing a lot of reviews and stuff and a lot of news articles back in the day. It's been hard to sort of... um keep that up just with current time constraints and everything so at the moment we mostly mm. do a podcast and um and we we do community stuff with that community because we do have quite a um quite a strong community and a very loving community actually it's it's fantastic to be mm. a part of um so a lot of those guys are down in brisbane area and sydney and stuff so we organize game nights and we just play a whole bunch of games i'm looking at doing a bit more this year with usm um especially around the packs uh sort of around the packs time but um yep. but yeah just a little bit slow at the moment but uh i'll get there eventually just I've got to start running again. I think I'm jogging at the moment. I'm not too sure yeah. how slow I'm going. 
<laughs> Take your time, mate. You got all all the time in the world. All the time in the mm. world. Pax is going to be awesome this year, though. I'm I'm very yes. much looking forward to that. I missed I missed out on Pax last year. I my um my partner uh, in her infinite wisdom booked us a weekend away um, to Byron Bay that weekend, and uh, I didn't think she's like I'm going to book for this weekend, and this was early in the year, and I just didn't even think to check what I'm like. Yeah, it's fine, whatever. Got nothing on. I don't think, and it just happened to be Pax weekend, so I was devastated not to be there, but. I'll be there with bells on this year for sure. Yeah, sweet. We'll have to catch up and uh, have a have a bit of a bit of a beersy probably. Although oh, maybe I not because I think after last night I think I've quit drinking. Uh, just um, <laughs> yeah, you should be right to go by October. You have got six months. Oh, <laughs> may, may, maybe we'll, we'll see how long this hangover lasts. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Perko, it's been a massive week in news as it is every week, and mm. uh, far too big for the uh all of the news stories to make it into their own main topics uh so it's time for a little bit of rapid fire news now um i said last week i want a jingle and i've had a couple of our uh loyal i guess uh even i guess the previous guests have come to the table with uh with some suggestions around uh jingles and things and um we're not quite there yet we're not quite there yet but i'm confident we can make it happen i got i got jono Peck coming up with some stuff. We've got Sammy oh, Deej nice. working on a few things. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, but uh, I, w- I will put the put the call out there. If anybody happens to have the contact details of John St. John, uh, I would very much appreciate <laughs> him to do the jingle for <laughs> for uh, for Rapid Fire News. Um, that would be very cool. I love that man's voice. It would be very cool. It would be very, very cool. The voice of Duke Newcomb. Yeah. Um, all right, first news story. Uh, and we're going to get, we, like I said, we're going to get the the sad stories out of the way mm. first and we're going to get into a little bit more uh, a little bit more fun stuff later on uh, first story four killed in a shooting in Waffle House in Nashville in a Waffle House in Nashville, Tennessee yeah. um, another week another shooting in America um, oh, man. and at a Waffle House like they didn't even that's man you, like that's like the the only place you could get worse is like an ice cream parlor that's supposed to be a place mm. where families go and chill out and like a nice mm. thing don't shoot people in a Waffle House, dude. Go to the post office or something. Somewhere where no one likes being. Don't... Man, mm. like, or, I don't know. Don't shoot people at all, even. Well, <laughs> you know, that's probably better, but, uh, you know, I just... It, it's so rough. Like, it's so rough yeah. over there at the moment. I don't understand what they're doing. Um, yeah. You know, I, I just... It's so hard. There was a song that came out this week about... Uh, did you see the song that came out? It went viral pretty quickly about um, Australia and how we've got all the, the, the most dangerous animals in the world, but at least we don't have AR-15s. It's quite quite a funny song, actually. I'll have to um, uh, I'll have to check that out. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a, I mean, this was just another terrible story, and um, uh, there was a, it was like, you know there's some positives coming. Obviously, they've caught the guy. Um, yeah. But he um, there was a you know a young man who tackled him down and sort of has been um, hailed as a hero. Rightfully yeah, so, one, he tackled hey, yeah. him and wrestled the gun away from him, so he was only able to kill four people, and it could have been a lot worse if it wasn't for this guy who. Um, who was able to you know, get the gun off him? So, um, yeah, and he was like twenty seven uh, or twenty eight or something. So he was Travis Jeffrey yeah. Ranking, I think his name was, or something on those lines. Mm. And he's like, yeah, born in eighty nine. So he's he's like late twenties. Like what? My age. And how do you yeah. Yeah, how do you get that mad at the world that yeah. young? It's crazy, mate. Fuck, it's crazy. Um, next story, uh, not this one even much worse. Uh, Ten people killed in Toronto after twenty five year old Alex Manasian drives his van into a crowd of people. Um, this is just another... Yeah. What's going on in the world? I, mean, I don't know. And it, it's, it's uh, One of the most interesting things is the news articles claiming that he's an incel. Um, and incel is... Have you mm. heard what this term is? It's an involuntary celibate. Um, so they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're calling themselves in, incels now and that it's a movement that's coming up. Like they're refusing to... I don't know. Not Very they're refusing weird. to, you know, to copulate and stuff like that, you know, or something like that. I don't mm. know what the deal is behind it but yeah it's and the news that he was an incel and I don't really understand why that means anything he just drove a van through a bunch of people and he's a dickhead <laughs> like who cares yeah clearly you know? mentally um, you know mentally disturbed and there was um, you know a lot of things have come out sort of since then around he um, uh, like uh, you know aggressive Facebook posts about you know he, he quoted a, a guy who had previously um, you know kill people in America he was making posts sort of you know yeah. very anti, anti-woman anti posts and these kinds of things and just just a, clearly a, a deranged man he, he 
I think it was one of those ones where you know he he clearly had the intention of dying as well because he was um, he was pointing his phone at the police as they were approaching him, saying it was yep. a gun, telling them to shoot him, and and um, they didn't. Um, you know, so he's been taken into custody. But yeah, just another, just a horrible story. And obviously, oh. um, as well as the Waffle House, you know, our thoughts go out to um, you know all the people affected, friends and family, and stuff like this. There's yeah. um, you know things like this are, are terrible and you know we in in melbourne you know i've had we've had a in the last two years we've had two similar incidents happen where a, you know driver has mm. plowed into groups of people and and you know taken lives so uh well the first first one took lives the second one fortunately didn't just a few people were injured but um yeah it's uh just goes to show if people are you know intent enough at hurting people they'll you know they'll find ways i guess yeah yeah i just don't i just it all these stories just blow my mind. It's it's really hard to sort of fathom uh, the amount of mm. anguish and stuff these families must feel, and it just it's I don't I just don't understand it. I really don't. Um, I don't think I ever will. And that's probably a good thing because if I understood mm. it, you know, you'd probably be at risk of doing it yourself, I guess. But yeah, exactly. Um, right. Yeah, I just yeah yeah. Again, thoughts go out to all those affected. And if like, if you are you know if if you've ever got everyone has some pretty shitty thoughts sometimes. But guys, if mm. you know if you're listening and you ever have dark thoughts, just talk to someone about it, please. Yeah. <laughs> don't get in yeah, a van. Very well said. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, there's many resources out there, friends, family, you know, helplines and all kinds of things. Beyond Blue, there's many organisations out there willing to help people with mental health issues. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's a very good point that you make. Just reach out. You know, mm. Reach out to us. Send us an email. Hello at yeah. 8bit.net. Reach out on Twitter. Just, you know, anyway, people are always willing to listen. Um, and it's never as bad as what you think it is. No, um, no. So. I said to someone the other day, they said, um, I don't, you know, I, said, I, I don't think I could even say much. And I said, sometimes you, you don't have to say much. Sometimes you just have to say something like, you know, yes, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's all it is. You don't have to say much. It can just it. be, Hey, not feeling too great. You know, that's not saying much, mm. but it speaks volumes, you know, especially to friends and family sometimes. So, you know, yeah. Spot on. Spot on. Uh, next story, now to our nation's capital. Um, some stickers linked to an Australian neo-Nazi group have been found stuck to signposts in buildings around Canberra. Yeah. Come um, on. Uh, we, why do we don't need Nazis? God, no. And when, is... like, when, when was it okay to be a Nazi again? Like, well, it's never been okay. Oh, but like, when did, when did this become <laughs> like, when did, the, like, when did this come back? Like, I don't, I thought we beat them in World War Two. I thought they were gone. Around, uh... Late 2016, I reckon, is where it yeah. started to come back. When certain, I don't understand. Um, anyway, this is just fucked. Like, there's no other way to put this. This is fucked. That we have a like a neo-Nazi white supremacist group going around, um, you know, spouting hate speech and stuff in Canberra and placing these stickers around and just. I mean, I, I've been very vocal on this podcast about um, you know always being accepting of other people's views mm-hmm. and things unless you're a Nazi. Yeah, Always be yes. very clear on that. Unless you're a Nazi, your opinion is valid. If you're a Nazi, no good. No boy. Well, no boy. I'd step that further and say, as as long as your opinion isn't um, isn't formed through hate, like it isn't like mm. you, you haven't gotten to your opinions through nothing but hate or fear or something along those lines, then you, your opinion is pretty valid. Yeah. But all those, all all the you'll notice that all the people like, and I think it comes from fear. I think it comes from fear. This fear of like what will happen if you know if we let people interbreed and let people immigrants come in mm. everyone's afraid of losing something or afraid and so i think a lot of it comes from fear but if you know if, if yeah, you've got absolutely. all these if you've got all these ideals and stuff and they're all they they all stem from fear and hate probably talk to someone again <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Like, yeah that's a good point you know? yeah are clearly mental issues all of these people anyone who's involved with a neo-nazi group or you know aligns themselves to that symbol or um adolf hitler but um yeah, so I'm hoping that, you know, this, this story is obviously developing. Basically, these stickers have been stuck all around Canberra. People have gone around and pulled them down, thank God. But, um, yeah, it's, a, it's just a... Ugh. Now, do you God. think... Do you think, I mean, do you think this is just a bunch of edgelords being edgy? Or do you think that we actually have a budding neo-Nazi problem in Australia? I don't think we have a neo-Nazi problem. I mean, we definitely have a race, racist, oh, yeah. racial problem in Australia. There's far too many... Race is still and always will be, I think, an issue in this company, and that's just um, systematic of a company, uh, companies, a country, um, <laughs> almost a know, company these days. Let's is, be honest. 
<laughs> yeah, um, you know, that has been colonised by white men um, when you've taken land from indigenous peoples and, and you have a very high um, immigrant sort of population as far mm. as Asians and Muslims and, and these kinds of things. Um, you're always going to have issues around race and, and, and racism and things like that. But um, Tensions there, yeah. I don't think we have a neo-Nazi problem. I think there's neo-Nazis and they are a problem. Um, yeah. But they're, they're, I think they're... You know, thankfully, they're few and far between. If if we start to see more and more of these things pop up, then I think it's something that needs to be dealt with. But it almost needs to be illegal to be like, you know, it's like yeah, we're a free country and that, but there's got to be some kind of law against being a Nazi, surely. Or having, or just just, just spreading hate rhetoric, I think, is another thing that you know. Yep. I'm all for free speech yep. and all for people speaking their minds, but if it, if again, if mm. your ideals and your speech is based off nothing but hate and fear, then I don't think you should probably be talking very loudly at all. And that's the other problem is a lot of yep. people. You'll find that the most vocal people are sometimes the people that really shouldn't be speaking. <laughs> yeah, well, so. that's it, isn't it? It's the it's the vocal minority who, you know. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Should not be speaking. <laughs> Pauline Hanson. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sucks. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, she does. You're not going to support her in here, no way. Yeah. No way, no chance. Uh, next story. A preschool in Massachusetts has banned children from using the term best friends to avoid exclusion and clicks. This is just yeah, like just, PC just, culture gone wild, isn't it? Just fuck off with this shit. <laughs> I, I agree. This is, this is another thing like political correctness has gone too far. God, God, can we stop, please, with this kind of stuff? Yep. It's silly. Yep. How can you not have a best friend? <sighs> oh man, this it's, is. Uh, um, yeah, this they should go back and they should they should uh, go back to MySpace and remove the top eight while they're at it. You know, back in the day, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was exclusion. <laughs> Oh no! This is just a stupid story. So basically, this this um, a four year old child has come home from preschool and and was upset and you know said to their told the parents that she was reprimanded by the teacher at the preschool for you know referring to her best friend as a best friend and then you know the, the parents have investigated and found that they've you know the school discourages the children from using those terms because it you know other kids can feel excluded and stuff. I was like far out like honestly do, I mean, do we have to treat everyone like that like no one's gonna have any bloody like, like um what's the freedom or choice got, or anything uh, really oh no but like we're just gonna be so soft like I'm, I'm all for being um i'm all for uh inclusion and and things like that and and not being offensive in that but using something like be- the term like best friend which is you know a child expressing themselves in a loving way to someone is just ridiculous and to, to, to not be able to do that for, for you know yep. because of possibly hurting the feelings of another four-year-old child just we like we're gonna have kids growing up that have got no bloody like um what's the term i'm looking for I'm, no spine uh, <laughs> no backbone yeah no spine no they're gonna have no like Re- resistance is the emotion word emotional resilience mind, but, yeah emotional resilience yeah, resilience I mean, there we go like, they're gonna have no resilience and it's ridiculous because some kids actually have a really hard time forming friendships for whatever reason. They may mm. have like Asperger's. They may they may be on the spectrum somewhere. They may have a shitty home life. So, like, mm. not allowing these kids to call someone a best friend is ridiculous. And I don't could potentially don't do understand. more damage than help. Yeah, I don't understand where this is going. Like, we we live in an age now where everyone gets offended by something. Like, shit. Yeah, everyone gets offended by something. You can't make a joke mm-hmm. now without having you know half a million people jumping down your throat saying you can't say that well mm. I did <laughs> so you know like, yeah <laughs> yeah yep. and like this is I yep. think that's the I think that's the end result of of babying mm. and and you know um buttering these kids up and making sure that everyone always feels included and everyone always gets it you know you you didn't come first in the race but we're giving everyone medals that sort of thing you know what man sometimes yeah. life sucks and sometimes life is hard yeah. and these these are the things that you, you need to be strong to get through life um, yep. especially in today's day and age, and I don't think this is strengthening kids at all. I think this is no. weakening them, maybe. 100%. You hit the nail on the head, 100%. It is. It's conditioning them to think that everything is going to be handed to them on a silver platter, and they're going to go out into life. And this is the thing, right? They're going to... They're, you're right, this whole culture around you know, in bloody participation awards and that kind of... It's just... Kids are going to go... This is what's going to happen. They're going to finish school. They're going to go out into the real world, and they're going to go... Oh fuck! It's not as easy as what 
I, I was I was babied into thinking it was life's actually hard. Oh fuck, I actually have to work hard. Oh shit, it's not just going to be given to me. What do you mean yeah. I can't walk in straight into my dream job out of high school? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, you've got to work. You need to bust your ass if you and want even something. Then- you need to scrape and scrounge and and kill yourself if you want not literally but you know to <laughs> yeah. to to get something in out of life it's not just going to be given to you and this kids these days they're growing up expecting that they're owed and this is the this is the thing they think that they're owed something they think that the mm. system owes them a successful life uh, a well-paying job the house that they want and and all of the rest yep. but it doesn't you have to mm. earn that shit and even then, you sometimes, and this is the way that life is, man. Sometimes you can bust your ass, you can do all those things, work your work your fingers down till they're bone, mm. and you still won't get everything you want because sometimes exactly. life is just a dick. Exactly. And there's, nothing, there's no other way to explain it. Sometimes <laughs> life is just a, a prick, and exactly. if you've got if if you're not built up emotionally to take those to take that dick, <laughs> <laughs> then you're not going to walk straight for a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know. That was probably a pretty bad analogy, but you know. No, just... no, no. I'm with you. I'm following. I'm following. <laughs> you know? No, you're 100 percent right. You're 100 percent right. And um, yeah, I just think shit's gone too far. Shit's yeah. gone too far. 100 percent. Yes. <sighs> Next story: Bill Cosby found guilty <laughs> finally of sexual assault in the retrial. Now, gonna get the uh, the jokes and things out of the way. Uh, Brendan White writes into it. It is what it is, and he asks, "Was the proof always in the pudding regarding Bill?" Cosby. Uh, very good friend. Well played. Yeah. <laughs> um, good. This is a good news story as far as I'm concerned. Like bad yes. that it has to be a story, but good that the right outcome has obviously been, um, it's come to pass. He's been found, obviously he was originally found not guilty. Free trial, guilty, good. The fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Put him away. Um, so there's a couple of things that I wanted to point out. Um, number one is I'm really, really stoked that um that people that predators like this are starting to be named and shamed mm. and that they're, they're getting their just desserts um Fuck yeah i think that it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the future because i think um like people like elvis are still celebrated but elvis very well known was having an you know a, a relationship with a 13 or 14 year old girl for many many years mm. like you know so mm. some people are still revered some aren't and i think that this whole um you know this whole systematic abuse thing that is seems to be prevalent in Hollywood, especially mm. with all the allegations coming out lately. I think it's on its way out, and that's yeah. going to be really, really cool when it actually yeah. does happen. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be. It's um, it is. I've spoken about the Me Too movement, you know, at length on this show, and um, it's just good. Yeah, these guys, you know, no pun intended, are getting their just desserts. You know, this he's going, you're going to jail. You know, he's going to be sentenced at a later date. But I mean. Well, he's, he's many... probably going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Like, he's like 80 now or 90 nearly. Like, yeah. I don't... He, well, oh, look... He's, he's getting up there. The um, next the next problem is if, if he does get, like, a suspended sentence, then it's almost to kick in the teeth. Like, yes, he's been proven guilty. If he doesn't die in jail, I think oh. that's almost an injustice to all, his, all of his victims. He, yeah, so he's 80 years old this year. Yeah. Um, he's 81 this year. He... He has to serve time. The, the the frustrating thing is I see him serving, like, country club jail. I don't see him going to a maximum security or anything like that because... He's an eighty-year-old dude who's gonna. He, he won't. He wouldn't last. You know. Well, he's an eighty-year-old former superstar too. So mm. I don't know. Like, uh, it's a bit. Of a, did you hear what happened in court when he? When, did you? Not. Um. So apparently he referred to himself very pissed off in the third person. So uh, the the judge said something along the lines of, um, "No, we're not going to grant him bail. He is a flight risk because he owns a helicopter or something like that." Mm-hmm. And Bill Cosby stood up in the middle of court and said, "He does not own a fucking helicopter or something like that." Like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Cosby. Just yeah, You've lost he it. You do not you... own helicopter. <laughs> You're going like you... to jail. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, they putting... They're probably putting in jail, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully other people are putting their dicks in him now for, you know, all the things he's done. Yes. <laughs> uh, last story for Rapid Fire News. Uh, in an historic event north korean leader kim jong-un and south korean president moon jae-in met in the demilitarized zone between the two countries in the first summit for the two nations in over a decade vowing no more war and a complete denuclearization of the korean peninsula yeah what um, the fuck actually actually what the fuck yeah i know right? <laughs> Not it actually see this coming um still um, they still need to follow through this this still needs to to uh happen but um it's just good. This is good. This thing's happened. I said last week, you know, the alternative to this 
is bad, like is war. So the, yeah. the fact that this has happened and gone, and you know what, they seemed like it didn't seem awkward. So like you know when Donald Trump meets the leader of another country and it's just the most awkward thing you've ever seen he's like doing handshakes and like they're not shaking his hand or he's like holding their hands and it's kind of like a half hug it's just always really weird it's just like you can tell they don't want to be there yeah it's like These... meeting your ex it's like meeting your ex's new boyfriend yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> hey, man. Good. oh yeah oh. you want to do i no i won't hug you i'll yeah. just give you a little pat on the shoulder yeah you're, yeah, you're all right you're all right. <laughs> get out of me cheeky bugger <laughs> um these guys came together and, and they genuinely looked I don't know, like they both Stoked. wanted to be there. Yeah, like yeah. it looked it looked like a do you know what it remind what it reminded me of? It reminded me of two like really good mates who had like a blue and then they just come together and it was like that. Yeah. Right, you know, fucking come on. And then they, you know, they shook hands and they had a bit of a moment and and like um Kim Jong Un walked over the border into South Korea and then he's like, "All right, now you come back over this side." And then they both walked over and they're holding <laughs> hands. And it was just it was just a cool moment. Like in in the grand scheme of things, you know, there's always so much sh- shit stuff happening as far as international mm. relations and these things happening but I'm really looking to forward be- to their um I'm really looking forward to their doing karate in the garage tape that's going to come out <laughs> in the next few weeks we have a montage <laughs> a training <laughs> montage um <laughs> Absolutely, but this is good. So um, the only thing that could possibly fuck this up is when Donald Trump gets his his meeting with Kim Jong Un. Um, but so far, so good. You know, things that things are happening in Korea. Um, we just need to keep this train rolling. Everyone seems to be on the same page. The sanctions and things, you know, um, applied to Korea, North Korea seem to have worked. Um, so you know, and we we've avoided war and nuclear war. So. Uh, I think yeah, yeah that's 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 probably the biggest takeaway yay for not war yeah, yeah. yes let's absolutely. let's not go to war guys <laughs> yeah yeah because that's shit yeah no 100 percent agree 100 percent agree uh now we have mm. a very special thing here that i'm going to click on there we go so perfect. <laughs> we have our very first uh listener response Hey. To a subject from last week, um, so a big thank you from Benny McJanet, the Spawny Thirteen on Twitter. Oh, he's You'll a legend. Him. He's he, a good dude. Uh, yeah, he's a ripping dude. Uh, he has sent in a response to one of last week's topics, which was uh, around the legalization of cannabis. So uh, for Benny it. Was- yeah, I, I, I obviously <laughs> said last week I'm for it. Um, Benny has some thoughts though, so. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. So sit back and relax, guys. And I'm gonna. Benny has been kind enough to put his thoughts down on on the page, so I'm gonna cool. read through those now. Benny says, "Firstly, I want to state that I am all for the medicinal use of cannabis oils. I think our governments should be running more clinical trials and funding more research in the use of cannabis-related products. I know someone personally who, as a cervical cancer patient, smoked during their entire treatment, and her own doctor said a good reason she made it through the treatments through the treatments was because of her use of the drug. Also, in the last 12 to 18 months." Medicinal cannabis prescriptions have been allowed within New South Wales and Queensland. Unfortunately for the patients, there is still a lot of red tape to get through in order to obtain these prescriptions, but it is a step in the right direction. Also, the first Australian manufacturer of cannabis oil farm is currently being built on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. He goes on to say, However, I do not believe that legalising it for recreational use is a good thing. I think it should be decriminalised nationwide, similar to how it is now in the ACT, in order to cut down on the number of number of people being charged with possession, etc. But if it was made to be readily available as a legal drug, I believe in the current climate for Australia, it would be too difficult to police. How it would be policed for driving under the influence charges, random drug tests are already pretty inaccurate, as it gives the police officer the indication that you may have consumed a drug, but not whether you're currently under the influence. This would result in more time for police charging people and more time being taken up in the courts. Another con is that smoking is, is that smoking it is still a health risk. At the end of the day, it is still an addictive drug, and due to its past legality, it has a distinctive lack of research into the effects on person's health. Whether health concerns are due to lung-related smoking disease or mental health-related issues, to have a better understanding backed up by strong research, I don't think it is worth the risk. In an ideal world, I think being legalized would be better in the long run, but we don't live in an ideal world. The best we can hope for is medicinal use of cannabis oil being better funded and being more readily available for those who it would benefit. Let's start mm. with decriminalization of it first, and then maybe we can work towards it one day being properly legalized where it can be safely consumed. And that's a he said a few things there that I think are very important to point out. Mm. People get mixed up between decriminalization and legalization a large yep. amount. Yeah, um, very much so. Yeah, so legalization means that 
you can sell it in shops. Mm-hmm. Decriminalization means you still really can't do that, but it's you're not going to get charged for having it on you. You know what I mean? Like you, yep. you can smoke it recreationally and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'll go out on a limb and say that I, I really enjoy weed. I actually like it better than alcohol these days. Um, mm. I haven't smoked in a little while. I when I went through, I, I went through a surgery on my knee. Yep. I got jumped in a nightclub. I don't know why I keep going to these fucking places. I got jumped in a nightclub about every time you go to a nightclub, ago. you get fucked. Up. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, so I got kicked from behind and my knee got broken in like six places in a nightclub wow. years ago. Yeah, I, I, was, I couldn't walk for six months. I had to learn how to walk again and stuff. It was a really, really bad injury. Like my leg Jesus. was bent like oh, wow. sideways. It was fucking rough. And um, yeah, so uh, I was on Tremadol and Endone for quite Ooh. a few months. Jesus and um, yeah, so it, it, that's real rough. They don't like prescribing strong painkillers uh, for a long period of time. My doctor actually said, he's like, well... You know, because I didn't want to take endone anymore because it was making me wig out, especially in my dreams and stuff. I was yeah. having really lucid dreams. Endone's really bad. Yeah, it's fucking rough. Um, and I was like, I don't want to take this shit anymore, but it's I'm in a lot of pain. The doctor's like, well, you can find yourself a good dealer. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, <laughs> like it's, you know, have a have a billy before you go to bed or something, and you you know when it get the pain gets too much. And again, it's it, Benny. I hundred percent understand what you're saying, but every, it's about everything in moderation. Like you can. Yeah. You know, you can die if you drink too much water. Apparently, it's a yeah, very exactly. painful death too. Um, yeah. But, you know, so I think... I understand what you're saying. People are going to abuse it, but people already abuse it. My yeah. couple of takeaways for the for the legalization of marijuana or the decriminalization, whichever comes, I don't really mind what happens, mm. to be honest with you, is that just because it gets legalized or decriminalized doesn't mean that everyone's just going to start smoking it. The people who currently smoke weed will continue to smoke weed. The people mm-hmm. who don't smoke weed, it's so easy to get now anyway. Like it's yep. it's actually very easy to, to find if you really want to find it. Yep. The people who don't smoke it now aren't suddenly going to go, oh, yeah, I'll start smoking it now because it's, you know, decriminalized. I, everyone knows what it does. Mm. I would say that probably more people have tried it than not. You know if you like it. You know if it's a thing for you. And if it's not yep. decriminalizing, it's not going to, not going to take that away. Yeah, exactly um, right. There's always those people who are like, who you know, who, who you speak to people and they're like, oh yeah, I smoked weed once and it was just it made me weird and I'm like I wouldn't do that again kind of thing. And there's plenty of people out there like that. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So no, I, I I sort of I agree with your points. Um, you know, and I appreciate your the opinion, Benny. But yeah, like I, I sort of agree with the fact that if it's legalized, not, it's like not everyone's going to go and do it. Um, I think as as far as the points around the the courts and that kind of things and what it, the onus is then on the um you know it's it should still be illegal to you know as far as smoking and driving like it should oh, be treated yeah. the exact same way right now as it is right now as like if you smoke and drive you lose your license and whether that means that there's an increase in people doing it, well the, the law is still the law you know you mm-hmm. can't smoke and drive um and then the onus is on the you know the police force and you know the government to have better testing and things like that if they're going to legalize it which the tax money that would come in, that they would, the revenue that they would be able to raise from legalizing marijuana, they could put into, like I said last week, studies for mental health and the effects on on the body for marijuana, um, as well as you know, put it into making sure that they've got proper drug testing, things that can pick up whether yeah. they're whether the person, yeah, they, they might have smoked in the last twenty four hours, but are they actually under the influence? Proper testing and that kind of thing. So, um, I think I just think it's a better, so even the decriminalization um point like i I would i would almost just skip decriminalization go straight to legalization because you've still got then it's in the hands of drug dealers it's in the hands of criminals and that's 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 you know no one wants to go and deal with drug dealers like we do that at the fucking we do that at the chemist every time i have to go buy panadol and shit because realistically the Mm. big pharma are the biggest drug pushers in the world because i will still state any day of the week that marijuana is way even in quantity is way less harmful than most of the prescription drugs available on the market and way less addictive than most mm-hmm. of the, the the stronger prescription drugs available on the market. I don't know why I don't know why they, you know, they sell us that shit but they won't let us smoke something that quite literally grows in the earth. Yeah, yeah, it's a natural <laughs> thing. It's a natural thing, yeah. But you know. uh nevertheless Benny I really appreciate you sending in your thoughts and um, and I do agree with you on a couple and you do make some really poignant yeah, um, thoughts mm. um, and, and I do do like, to, like I said appreciate that uh, now without further ado let's uh, let's kick on with the main topics Avengers Infinity War hit cinemas across the globe this week and just about every man woman and dog is excited to see the movie except one Academy Award winning director 
Avatar, Titanic and Terminator's James Cameron has come out and slammed the MCU, saying he hopes that we'll get Avengers fatigue pretty soon. He said in an interview with IndieWire, quote, Not that I don't love the movies, it's just, come on guys, there are other stories to tell besides hypergonadal males without families doing death-defying things for two hours and wrecking cities in the process. It's like, oi. End quote. This oversimplification of the MCU has certainly got people talking. As Infinity War closes in on a $250 million opening weekend, the question is, are we nearing the bubble bursting? Are people going to start to become sick of these big-budget blockbuster superhero movies, or will the powerhouse that is the MCU keep rolling on? Well, yeah, they, they've already been sick of them. It's called the DCU. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we've got the bad ones. People we've got the bad sick. ones. No, well, no, the DC, they're, yeah, they're just a different thing. But um, no, uh, I think he's just jealous. I really do. Because mm. I think that people are going to look... And I was saying this last night and the other day. I think that in 30 years, people will look back at this current run of Marvel movies and they'll be revered up there with things like Star Wars and stuff like yeah. that in 30 years' time. No yeah. studio has done this. Like When you think about what Marvel has actually set out to do, like uh, the way that movies works now is that sometimes people have like a trilogy of movies mm. and they, they, they write it and they go, okay, this is going to be released over a three-year period. This is going to happen. No one does a 15-year plan mm. involving multiple movies with multiple characters spread across a very... Le- no one does this shit. And they've mm. done it so well, and yeah. like this, this is the this is a first for cinema. I'm pretty damn sure this would be like a first the way they've done it. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. I don't think I think we'll get fatigued, but I don't think it's coming soon. No. Um, they've got to give me a they've got to give they've got to start making really 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 good open worldish superhero games. First yes, give before me that we get first, fatigued. Yeah. Well, there's that um, the uh, the uh, who does um, who did Chris, Crystal Dynamics? Were they making a an Avengers game? I thought, yeah, I thought there was rumors of it. I was hoping that I was hoping that um, that's what the next um, uh, Nemesis or, would be, that, like the new Nemesis, like you know, the Nemesis system from yeah, yeah, Shadow. Yeah. Of, Who yeah, was I was hoping that that was going to go in. Someone was doing a an Avengers. There was an Avengers game. Square Enix, I think it was, or someone. Like was that. It Square Enix? Yeah, it was Square Enix published, been, but maybe yeah. it wasn't Crystal Dynamics because Crystal Dynamics are doing Tomb Raider still. Or did no? Yeah. They handed off no. Crystal Dynamics aren't doing Tomb Raider anymore, are they? I don't think it's so. It's a different no. studio now. Yeah, I think yeah. So, so yeah. I'm fairly sure. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Um, no, I, 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 th- yeah, I agree. I, I don't think that um, people are getting sick of it because the quality of the movies are still absolutely fantastic. It's only when you get that quality dip, um, mm. which we, you know, you, people would argue that you know Guardians Two wasn't as good, and you know, I didn't think it was you know amazing, but it was still a really good movie. Um, you know, you yeah. Even like ones like Ant Man and stuff like that, I was like, I really enjoyed Ant Man. Um, so yeah. There hasn't been a an MCU movie where I'm like, that was really bad. I did not enjoy that. Even like the Iron Man three and stuff, and like I, the only one I haven't seen is Thor: The Dark World, but all the yeah. other ones I've seen and, and I've, I've enjoyed. Um, I just think we're so we, we we're so spoiled. Like we mm. these are. When I was a kid, I dreamt of movies like this coming out. Mm. Like these, these was this was everything I wanted. I've been a comic book you know reader for a long time, and I read manga and all that sort of stuff. And I've you know I've got big stack comics in there. Actually, behind me, you can probably see I've got Wolverine number one graded oh, nine. Yeah, graded like a nine point six over there, like in a, in a proper wow. CGC grading and stuff. So like, you know, I've been a big fan of comics for a long time. This is mm. the kind of shit that I dreamt about when yeah. I was a kid. Go, oh man, if they made a comic book movie to be the best thing in the world and like mm. you know we, we got a few of them we got the Batmans of the early ones in the 90s we got the Superman, we got the Spider-Mans and stuff we always had the Supermans and the Flash Gordons mm. and all that sort of shit but they were never they were always good but you always sort of walked away going they're a bit kid. yeah that, that was alright but yeah. they, they didn't do this right and they didn't do this right but they weren't this, comic book movies back then they were just movies that had superheroes in them yeah exactly they, they weren't and, but this is the like, I think that if you look I won't spoil anything um, because I, don't, I would never do that on especially on a podcast but mm. I think this is the first time that they've done a comic book thing in a comic book movie. Like, the, what happens in the new Avengers movie mm. is very reminiscent of what would happen in the world mm. of comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe they did it. I'm, st- yeah. I'm still kind of processing exactly what the fuck went down in that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I, how good is it, though? It's so it's fucking so good. good. It's so good. It's so good. It's very, very good. I, it blew all my expectations out of the water. And not only that, but, like, you know, I every prediction that I had was not just wrong but mm. it was the exact like it, 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 the exact opposite thing happened I was like what mm. the fuck it's like it's like yeah it was very very I, very cool I can't 
I can't ever remember, and I'm just going to gush over this movie for a little bit, um, and then we'll get back to the to the topic <laughs> at hand. But I, I can't ever remember being in it, even like the Force Awakens and things like that. Like I've, I've been to a few event movies before, like on opening yeah. night, like Last Jedi, Force Awakens. You know, um, Phantom Menace back in the day. I can't remember ever being in a movie theater and riding every moment with the entire audience as a whole. Like everyone was. Like, everyone was attached to this movie. Like, yeah. everyone was in it, like, to get... And it was, like, every joke, everyone laughed together. Every little thing, every gasp, like... Mm. You know, there's some moments towards the end where, you know, a couple of things happen and everyone was, like... Ah, ah, yeah. ah. Like, it was just... It was just, like, everyone was, like... We were all, like, the one viewer. Like, that's yeah. just the way it felt. And I can't remember ever being in a movie theatre and, and and being in it, like... We, it was, like, we were in it together. We were riding that wave. It was just such a... a such a well put together movie I was so impressed and yeah. and exceeded all my expectations as far as Same. that goes and, and, and um, that dead that dead stop when when the, when the part <sighs> happens that, that absolute dead crushing silence in the yeah. cinema as everyone just sort of yeah. comes to terms with what just happened and everyone's like holy shit yeah. oh my god <laughs> so I wasn't ready for it I wasn't ready no, for it no. um, neither was I I was like oh god <laughs> it was so good but, well done uh, Marvel you bastards Oh, they did well. But um, touching touching back on James Cameron's quotes, and I think you do hit the nail on the head. I think he's just jealous. Like mm-hmm. he hasn't really like he's still working on Avatar sequel for some reason. I mean, I guess people want that, do they? I, I still, don't know. I still, haven't, I still haven't seen it. I haven't even seen Avatar one. I, I, everyone just tells me it was just Fern Gully with blue people. I'm like, it was it was a Fern Gully Fair remake. Enough. Um, I thought it, I thought Avatar was a fine movie. Like I watched it back in the day, like on Blu-ray. I didn't go see it at the movies or anything. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm like, I never needed to go and see it again. Like love terminator titanic's great like all the james cameron's done some fantastic movies mm. but like he hasn't done anything recently and i think he's he was always the guy who was like everyone's like if james cameron's attached you know he's just, he was like you know like spielberg and these guys and then cameron was like you know oh, if cameron's attached to this movie it's gotta be great right yeah. and he hasn't really done anything since avatar and it's just so that now that the MCU's basically happened in in that time and has overtaken anything that you know he's doing or or planning to do and i think he's just probably feeling a little bit insecure um i think so the comment around the what he says here is like um uh hypergonadal males without families doing death-defying things for two hours and wrecking cities in the process is is, i thought that i found it a a, a, almost yeah i'm gonna say a very disrespectful comment yeah yeah it's one to the to the stories in these characters and and two to the people who have made these movies it's like they aren't they have those elements of it yeah there's you know the, the avengers has like you know city wrecking and these kinds of things and yes these things exist in these movies mm. but a lot of them also tell quite you know um like deep stories you know like even like yep. if you, not specifically the mcu but you look at things like x-men where it's like you know it's about these it's basically a, a, a tale about race and and xenophobia and exclusion yep. and these types of things where you've got um you know these these uh oppressed mutants who are fighting for equality and just to be not you know not murdered and these kinds of things and you've that's got kind of what, like black that's kind of what civil war was about as well you know like yeah this, exactly you know, yeah um and you've got things like black panther which was a you know a, a significantly uh, as far as cultural significance was a massive movie uh, and it's still breaking records and um you know even things like spider-man homecoming that tell a different story to the the thing that i loved most about spider-man um homecoming was that it it wasn't a big world beating you know wreck mm. house movie it was just he, he really was just friendly friendly neighborhood spider-man for that yep. entire movie um that's what i love most about it so i think him saying that oh, i was just this is just guys without families wrecking shop for two hours it's like well that's it's very that's dismissive not fair. It's, yeah. yeah and it's, it's very it's very, very untrue it's like do you even watch these movies james yeah. or do you just yeah. i don't think so because and again i'm i don't want to blow too much smoke up marvel's ass here but they're doing things that and it's not like, it's not like they're making the best movies ever made. We all know what these movies are. They're popcorn flicks. These are not thought massive well, except for the last one. They're not you don't mm. you don't walk out of Ant Man and you don't walk out of Spider Man Homecoming and process it and your life's different from it. You yep. walk in going, This is gonna be a fucking superhero movie. I'm gonna see some childhood heroes. They're gonna kick the crap out of the villain and it's gonna be fucking sick from start to finish. And mm. most of the time they are. But mm. what they're doing in terms of creating this universe and they're like and and the way that they're handling it and the way um that people are attached to it 
and the way that like they're, they're writing these stories, not just across two hours, but across 15 years and, you know, 20 different movies. Mm. It's very, very dismissive to, to, to say what he said, I think. Um, yeah. And it just goes to show that I don't think he actually has watched any of them. No, um, I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. I, I, what I loved most was um, the almost in unison internet's response was just like, fuck off, James. <laughs> yeah. Go hang out with Michael Bay, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I found it quite <laughs> fuck funny. Fuck off, James. <laughs> uh, I mean, these, yeah. I mean, even from the, the point of like, these movies are breaking records every every time they come out, you know, like oh. Black Panther's passed a billion dollars. Infinity War is is bound like I know people have already seen it twice two three mm-hmm. times you know it's only been out three four days um, I'm going to go see it again at some point in the next week it is a um, very good movie like not even just for a superhero oh, movie it's just a fucking good movie like, oh, just- <laughs> the the comparison people are saying and, and I and I 100% can, when, um, my friend Tom was the first one to say it to me and I've seen it said a few times on Twitter and these types of things was he said this is the uh, Empire Strikes Back yep. of our generation 100% is. 100% yeah, fucking nice it is. Just the way that people walked out of. I, I can only imagine, like, like it's like that thing is, at, at people our age, you know, we sort of say things like, "Fuck, I would love to have been, you know, able to." Because because by the time we were old enough to understand it and watch it, Empire had been ruined for us. Do you know what yeah. I mean? As far as pop culture goes, and yeah. I would love, I would have loved to have been able to, uh, you know, enjoy that moment. You know, back in or the, or back in the day, get real fucking mad at that moment because I guarantee yeah. that in the, in the cinema, people would have lost their fucking shit. And if there wasn't the internet back then, they would have yeah. the movie would have just ended. They would have been like, when, <laughs> when's the yeah. fucking next one coming out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I can definitely see the con- comparisons in in you know a lot of ways, and um, it just makes me so excited for you know the next Avengers movie, and yeah. um, Jesus, now, you- that's gonna blow people or, like there's gonna blow the box office away. Hopefully, they can get the the Russo brothers can um, can keep that quality. Oh man, yeah, they need to keep those on those boys on. Fuck, that was stellar, stellar movie. Yeah. Marvel, yeah. We, we've gushed over it a shit ton, but I don't mm. think it can't be it can't be overstated exactly. Um, well, it can be overstated, but. Mm we're not going to do it. <laughs> you know, it is a fucking good movie. If you haven't seen it yet, then seriously, oh, man, just even, it, even if you're not a, even if you're not an MCU fanatic and you don't like comic books, this is just a great movie with potentially one of, I believe one of the better villains in a long oh. time and hashtag Thanos may not have actually done anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, no, a great movie. Um, fuck off, James Cameron. Uh, yes. Please <laughs> so, do. Go make Titanic 2. I'm sure you can come up with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They res- yeah, that's it. They go down to oh, bring, bring <laughs> Ghost Titanic. Leonardo DiCaprio, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, all right, let's, uh, let's move along. Generally reserved and soft spoken musician Kanye West has caused quite a stir over the weekend. There you go. I was actually wondering whether I could say that sentence with a straight face. Yeah, um, I was like, oh, okay. yeah, you got through that. Well done. <laughs> N- nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, the megastar rapper has caused an uproar by tweeting out his support for President Donald Trump and far right-wing bullshit spouter Candace Owens. He first tweeted, I love the way Candace Owens thinks. And if that wasn't enough to get his followers offside, he later dropped this. You don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals. And we have the right to independent thought. The Dom reciprocated saying, thank you, Kanye. Very cool. He is the authority on cool after all. Oh yeah, dude. Kanye has declared that it's all in the name of love and free thought. And the backlash has been predictably swift. Some are calling it dangerous and irresponsible and are calling for Kanye to rethink his alignment to Trump. John Legend wrote to Trump, uh, sorry, wrote to Kanye and said, you're way too powerful and influential to endorse who he is and what he stands for. And that his followers and fans feel betrayed by him. And Janelle Monae said, I believe in free thinking, but I don't believe in free thinking if it's rooted in or at the expense of the oppressed. On the other hand, conservatives such as Ben Shapiro and Alex Jones praised Kanye, Jones going so far as inviting West onto his show, and Chance the Rapper declared black people don't have to be Democrats. So, are people within their rights to be outraged that Kanye has thrown his support behind the Trumpster? Or is this just another example of people getting riled up over nothing? Alternatively, is Kanye just playing everyone as a fool to sell records? Now, I want to preface this whole conversation 
by just saying from the start, Kanye has always been a fuckwit. So yes. I don't know why anyone is surprised by any of this, honestly. Yes, 100%. Just, get that out of the, I just wanted to get that out of the way first. I just, I just want to know why we still think that just because people release good music that they're powerful and influential. Why do, why do we follow hmm. these people? They're fuckwits. <laughs> Thank why? you. Like, why, do, why do we give a shit what Kanye thinks? Why do we I care? Mean, I've never understood this this fucking and I don't even think like I don't even think his music is that good. So that take that with take what I say with a grain of salt. But I've never understood this thing about Kanye being this fucking visionary. All I've ever heard him spout is gibberish and gobbledygook, and he just he's like he would literally drink his own bathwater because he would think it gives him fucking magic powers. Yeah, probably. Um, um, and he's a gay fish. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> not a um, gay fish. <laughs> so yeah, like I don't. He's just a. I don't know why we... I actually don't know why we care. Like that, And that's, mm. that's I think that's the thing that I, I don't... Like, mm. should we care? Probably not. No. Why do we? No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, no, why, I don't think so. He can support... It, like, I, I, would be, I would be more upset if someone um, that I thought had a brain and had studied politics and was, uh, you know, a, yeah. a world leader in another way was supporting yeah. people like Trump. In yeah. fact, I... You know, it, it's Kanye fucking West. Who cares? He probably, yeah. like... Of course he fucking does. Like he's the biggest contrarian to ever live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And plus, like realistically, I, I kind of like yeah. I understand government has to be there, but all politicians right now are kind of scumbags. Yeah. So you kind yeah. of you kind of really can't support anyone without being an asshole. <laughs> no, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, so I don't know about that. It's it's hard. Hey, like what? Can't you you either support Trump or you don't? If you don't support Trump, then well, good on you. If you do support Trump, then well. Good on you too, Good I guess. You. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree. I think this has been... I think this is one of those things that has been... Like, people have got... Like, I've seen people get, you know, vis, like, viscerally upset about this this whole yes. thing about Kanye. It's like, how could you do this to us, Kanye? You've, you're betraying us. And, and how could, I can never listen to Kanye ever again and this, that, and the other. And it's like... For one, I don't think we should be taking what Kanye... I, I, I'm I'm more concerned that there's a very large group of the population that is so much, so influenced by Kanye West that th- this has become such a big issue. Mm-hmm. So that's an issue unto itself. Because um, Kanye again, 2020 like, is coming now. You know that. Ugh, Kanye 2020 fuck. is well, going to fucking he, he doesn't want to run against Trump, so he might go 2024. Oh, um, but I, I just... I, I, yeah, this whole thing I just find is, is just fucking stupid. Like, for, for one, people getting so upset about this, like... I don't see it at like, like yeah, he supports Donald Trump, but like so do a lot of people, and not every single person that supports Donald Trump is bad because no. I, like it's just like that's just math, right? Um, there's a lot of bad people that do support Donald Trump, absolutely. There's a lot of bad Democrats as well, so that's not like you know not everyone's fucking perfect on on you know the right or the left. So let's not get that fucking. 100%. I I think I think Trump's a fucking dead shit. Like I do. Yeah. Like I I really honestly like dislike this man yes. and I've been very vocal about that in the past um, as well, a human think, yeah. being like as, a, as like a, as, as far as like he as a human being he sucks yeah. um, fucking oath most big businessmen do <laughs> yeah exactly and it's make him a politician as well doesn't get yeah. much worse um, so you know I, I don't know I, like I think it's over the top for people to be getting so like worked up about this yeah. and I honestly I honestly think there's a big probably portion of this it's just Kanye because Kanye was off Twitter right Hmm. he's been off Twitter for a while he deleted it back like last year I think and he hasn't been tweeting at all Um, and he's just come back in like the last few weeks as is an album about to drop yeah so I just think like he's done this kind of shit before like like he gets into these fucking weird like and, and if you want to okay if you want to say that he's a visionary okay maybe you could argue that the way that he does these kind of like weird viral campaigns right before he's about to drop an album sure Okay, fine. Yeah, it works. He sells a lot of fucking records because yeah. of it. Um, can't be the fucking music because I don't think it's that good either. But <laughs> um, not, to be fair, I haven't listened to a lot of Kanye. I, I like Gold Digger. That's a good song. <laughs> that's probably, but, I, I've, I've listened to a lot of Kanye. It's probably one of my least favorite songs. But I, you know, oh, really? I think, yeah, I think. Uh, Do you think he's a good musician? Do you think he's like? What's yeah, your feeling? Yeah. Like, he's all right. Yeah. Like he's he's yeah. not he's not. He's not bad. He definitely yeah. talks himself up way too much. Uh, I think he's yeah. made some good songs. Jesus Walks was great. There was another one. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a few ones about flying high. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but yeah, I, it, I, I, 
reunion um, or something what was the one you yeah. did about graduation is that a thing yeah gra- graduation was his album yeah, yeah. it was uh, yeah. very yeah. look i don't i don't really mind kanye i think he's all right um i think this whole thing the people getting so upset about it i think it's a lot more telling of the current um the current climates in america mm. yeah. i really think that it is a powder keg over there mm-hmm. i think that you've got two very very vocal uh, very very um different sides that both feel like uh, the country is in a bad state, but no one actually knows how to fix it. See, I think yeah. I think the, I, it's just a screaming match. Yeah, Donald Trump got in, I, and to, surprisingly, I supported Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton, and I was vocal about it. Not because I not because I liked Trump, because mm-hmm. I really didn't like the Clintons. I think that they are mm-hmm. corrupt as fuck, and I th- I thought that. I just I I wanted to see a change. Whether whether yeah. that change was good or bad at that point in time, we just needed something to change. And mm-hmm. get, turns out the change was real bad. Yeah, I was wrong. Um, and yeah. I'm sure a few people you know think that as well. But I think that people are they're frustrated with the way that the world is right now. They're frustrated with these large corporations having way too much say in our governments. Like mm-hmm. fuck, man. Like like uh, two two or three months ago. Um, they decided to what did they do they, they took away uh, they, what was that they did something to the internet they made it um, I can't remember the name of it now but it was big news oh, story the, um, um, uh, net, 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 yeah, neutrality. net neutrality net yeah. neutrality was repealed by three people who weren't even fucking elected by the public that one mm. of the one of the biggest decisions to face one of the best pieces of technology that we currently have for free speech mm. it's fate it's, it's future fate was decided upon by people who we didn't even fucking elect yeah. So like, how like how is this fair? Like, I, I so I completely understand where people are coming from. I completely understand people's frustration, and I think that a lot of the votes for Trump were because people felt frustrated, and he mm. stood for change. I don't know. No one knew what the change was, but he was saying, yeah. "I'm going to change things, make America great again. We're going to focus on the internal problems. We're going to look inside and fix everything yeah. wrong with the country internally first, and then we'll fucking care about everyone else." Um, yeah. And he lied. Surprisingly, yeah. that's what politicians yeah, do. That's what they do. Yeah, um, I, I, I think yeah, you know, he hit the nail on the head. He absolutely got in because people were sick of the status quo. They yeah. were sick of the same old politicians, the crookeds, in the pocket of the corporations, and they had this guy who's like, "I'm here for the people. I'm going to give you jobs. I'm going to do this and do that." And I always, and I've said, you know, yes, absolutely, America needed change. They just this was not the change that they needed. Like, why no. did it have to be this guy? Yeah, like it couldn't have been like someone. Who Bernie Sanders, act, like in action. Yeah, it could be fucking Bernie Sanders, but they've now proven that they rigged the fucking election, and no one cared. No one gave it. Yeah. No one gave a shit over no there. It, it was proven. No it was the DNC rigged the fucking election, and everyone was like, uh. "Yeah, <laughs> all right then." Yeah. Conspiracy um, theorist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think you know this is this is a funny topic on on many levels, but there's there's like I really I'm enjoying like the um like the conservative rights sort of because uh, the, the, the like you know the far right you know and even like the not so far right are always like you know the, the general rhetoric around you know people of color who come out and you know are vocal and this kind of thing speak up in political terms is generally mm. like you know keep quiet you know just keep to yourself keep your opinion to yourself you know stop acting outraged. But when someone pops up and speaks sort of for the right, it's quite funny to see the the wave of support that comes their way. It's it's just sort of it's an interesting sort of you know you watch the both of the effects of both sides of how it sort of happens and how Kanye has been embraced by the you know the Republicans and that for the last few days. It's quite funny. I can't, yeah, it's so weird. Hey, it's like I, I don't understand it either. It, and I think mm. some of it has to speaking of the internet. I think a lot of it has to do with the internet and people being able to be vocal without. While, while remaining anonymous being, on the internet, yeah, like not being accountable for not it, not being yeah, accountable yeah. for it. So you go to places like I, I, I'm a big browser of 4chan. I'm on 4chan. I've been a beatard for fucking, you know, very many, a lot of years. Um, hmm. and it's very, very like the, there's a poll board, the politically, uh, the the political board on 4chan. Mm-hmm. Oh man, um, there are some real pissed off people in America. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that you got to You got to you got to do something. I'm not too sure how to fix that problem over there but um it's pretty rough over there at mm. the moment um i was really worried i was really really worried that um there was gonna be a civil war actually like a, another american civil war I, only no about way. six months ago i was really worried i was like fuck man this is it's pretty rough um at the moment mm. yeah uh, but yeah we'll see hey that's a um rough time to in, be over in america i think yeah it, interesting though that kanye you know and he made it quite clear and people have turned this into a political argument um maybe wrongly or rightfully so it's not for me to say but they've turned this into that and but he's been very like 
even like you know tweets after and like dreams like this isn't about politics this is just about like he's my friend kind of yeah thing. like yeah. he made that clear and then he sort of <laughs> like one of like the third or fourth tweet was like he's like oh my wife just called me and she told me to say that it's like he got in trouble from the missus yeah <laughs> like, or kim Stop kardashian rings up shit, she's like what the fuck are you doing get on there and fucking say and he's like my wife called me and she wanted me to make sure that i say that i don't agree with anything everything that donald does it's just it was i found that quite funny um he like got in trouble from the wife that was a and had very to- good kanye impression by the way that was very good oh thank you um i've been practicing um so uh, you know but he, he he you know whether or not he was being I think he's probably there's some truth in it, but he was saying you know, this isn't a political thing. This is just me being, you know, this he's my friend or whatever. And I think it's just Kanye being Kanye. And you could argue that people are obviously turning this into a political discussion about oh, he, now he's with the Republicans and he's this and he believes in this policy and that policy. And it's like I think that you know the interesting thing is that like if he's saying it about Trump as like a person, it could be even more worse than him being like I agree with him as a politician. Yeah, because Trump as a person. I think is worse than Trump's, you know, Trump's policies and oh, he's his a politics. Fucking, he's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he really he's is the worst. Like he's literally the worst. Yeah, he's um, not, a, not a great, not a great dude, not a great no. person. And, and um, look, he, you know, he's done some. He's had some successes as far as some of his policies and stuff like that. Like he's he's done some things that have worked. I can almost but, promise you that he's sitting in his room right now thinking that he has stopped the Korean War. Like almost, almost oh, promise, sure. almost promise. He's like sure. he's got did, told everyone I'd do that. Fucking yeah. one for Trump, yeah. one for yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah, he's the most narcissistic, juvenile. Just, yeah, just anyway, I could go on. I'm not going to get into a insult slinging match, but um, I'm sure yeah, he just, listens. I'm sure he's listening to this. He's very pissed at you right now. He's going to probably tweet at you and be like, "Fuck you, man. Fuck you." <laughs> the fake news that is what it is. <laughs> Jack Cruz said, "Hey, I mean, if the Donald wants to come on this show, fuck." Can you I'll imagine? Roll out the red can carpet. you fucking imagine if you were just like, I'm just gonna pick a, I'm just gonna pick a, a smaller podcast just to jump on and make someone's day, and you're just like, yeah, yeah we're gonna, gonna have Donald Trump on the podcast. You'd be like, what the fuck? That's insane. The other good thing about that would be is that you could literally get, like, there'd been like, I wouldn't have to be like, I could just go. Like, yeah, I could you just could be like, you could just rip him. Could just go at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck, let's do it. Let's yeah. fucking do it. Gloves <laughs> I wouldn't off. have to hold back. Yeah, yeah, but like, whereas I'm like, if I'm thinking like I had like other politicians, you'd have to probably like these like these are the you know, these are the required questions and you're not allowed to talk about this, you're not allowed to talk about that and it's all vetted and everything. I reckon if he come on, I'd just be like, let's do this. Yeah, so why why, why do you look like an orange cunt? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about your hair. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, yeah. So, in, in so I think this has been a... I think if people are that, you know, influenced by Kanye West, they should probably get help rethink their lives <laughs> talk to someone um, yeah talk to someone again like we said there's lots of help out there but i think that the outrage um has been way overblown um and like i said kanye's always been a fuckwit so if anyone being surprised by any of this is just is is bizarre to me bizarre. yes agreed agreed 100 percent agreed now perco it's mm. uh time for our itunes review of the week cool and this week's review comes from i Drooby. And he drops a succulent five stars for us here. Oh, and uh, the title of the review is The Hottest Hot Takes. And it reads, A great light-hearted news show focusing on personalities over headlines. Uh, short and sharp to the point. I like it. Thank you so much, Idrubi. That is, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, the lovely Drew who hosts mm. 8-Bit's House of Mario. So uh, if you haven't already, head on over to 8bit.net. Check out House of Mario and, and all the, the things that Drew Agnew does. I've been told he's the handsomest man in uh, in the AGPN, but uh, I think you give him a run for his money, Perko. You, you reckon? Very, Thank you. Yeah, Thank you very much. I, I don't feel very handsome today. I, I got dropped on my head last night, so I fucking feel pretty, feel, feel Look, pretty it average. A, it might have improved it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Yes, Only definitely did. Only serious. Only serious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of It Is What It Is. Uh, this has been a product of 8-Bit, and you can find all of our content over at 8-Bit.net. And you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, Matt, he is at... <laughs> I am at, uh, Matty, Matt, Matt Jerkins, I think, isn't it? Matt Jerkins. Yeah, Matty, Matty Jerkins, I'm pretty sure. M-A-T-T-Y-J-E-R-K-I-N-S. Um, I'm not that much of a jerk. I just think it's, I like calling myself a jerk, I think. Is it, is it Jerkins or is it like Jerk and your Gergen or like, what is that? Oh yeah, my last name's Perkins, so 
Jerkins, Jerkins. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, that, no, no, there it is. There's the link. Um, yeah. And I do get sometimes a little bit heated in my discussions, and I like to uh, I like to go on rants a lot. Uh, so you'd be, be perfect for this show then. Yeah, a bit of a bit of a jerko sometimes I am. So nah, it's good fun. Good it's fun. fun. It's fun. Um, I'm at cruzy underscore mate, and eight bit is that we are eight bit on all the socials. Uh, Maddie, have you got anything anything you want to pimp at the moment? You want to tell the the, the kids where they can find your stuff. Uh, ultrasupermega.com.au that's just ultrasupermega.com.au if you're looking for a community to join come and join 8bits and Ultra Super Mega's communities we both have really fucking rad communities um, I play way too many fighting games so if you're looking for a um, street fighter player um, feel free to, to come street and challenge fighter. me anytime always happy and uh, man thank you so much for having me on I've, I've had a lot of fun um, we, no, we, don't, we don't get to discuss uh, actual news in the mm. gaming podcast very much so um, it's been a lot of fun and it's it feels good to actually use my brain again. Um, yeah, it is. It's a bit, it, bit of a test after last night too, because <laughs> <laughs> to make sure it's a, it's a good. This is a good sort of make sure it's still working kind of thing. Yes. Um, it's funny, you know. I was thinking about it today. Like I've done a lot of like I've been podcasting for you know over a year now. Like it's gone quite fast, and I've done mm. a lot of different podcasts and a lot of and it's you know I used to do a sports podcast, and some some weeks it would be like it would feel like work, but. I, I genuinely have a lot of fun doing this show. Um, yeah, it's just fun to talk about like, you know, news and shit. And I, and I enjoy that people enjoy it as well. So it's like, it's, um, it is a very rewarding show to do. Um, yeah. And uh, and if you enjoy this show, guys, make sure you head on over to iTunes. Give us a subscribe. Leave us a review like iDruby did. Uh, helps get the word out. I'll say it every week. Helps us be discoverable. Let's the people know. If you don't have iTunes, you're one of those weirdos like Benny. Make sure. <laughs> just tell someone. Write a letter to your local MP, send it to him, and tell him that it is what it is, is the number one uh, news and current affairs podcast that you need to have in your ears. Uh, on next I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to write a I'm gonna get my MP, <laughs> local MP right hand now. Hand write it as well. I don't want people to be typing this out. Yeah, I want it to be handwritten. Um, tweet me your pictures of your handwritten letters to your local MPs. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this, hey? I've got really fucked handwriting too, so it's going to be funny. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, next week, I'll be joined by the salt and pepper purple Jesus, Brendan White. Oh, damn. Be, uh, returning to the show. Um, and damn. if you've got any questions for myself or Brendan, you can email us, hello at 8bit.net. Um, I've got a question for Brendan. Yeah, sure. Go. Will you date me? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to fight Rach for him, I think. Yeah, I know. You're going to have to fight Rach for him. I'd say so. Uh, She'd be Okay, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on tonight. It's been a blast having a, having a chat. Thanks, man. It's been a lot of fun. It's a pleasure to meet you, dude. And I, I hope, I hope, I haven't embarrassed myself, and I can come back on at some point and talk more you about Avengers. <laughs> certainly can. Yes. Uh, well, until next time, friends. It is what it is. <laughs>